Hello and welcome to our season eight, episode seven. Bestmatch.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back with a slightly embery vengeance. Is there a reason why you're squeaking? Because uh, I squeak. Uh -huh. I'm a squeaker. How it is. Like squeaker squeaking. For whatever reason, I'm having a hard time coming up with build puns, and I don't know why. I don't. This is gonna. I'll have less titles to come up with over the next year, and I'm going to have trouble with it, but this is all I got for now. It seems like it should be so easy. I was spoiled with Gaim, to be honest. Yeah. That was, that was, that was your heyday. Yeah, that was, that was the best year I'll ever have creatively. Accomplishments. Viewscope Ultra Matrix, Gaim puns. Like... <laughs> I'll still make them to like average people and they won't get it. Sorry, Bella. I just like flopped her in the face with my video. Poor Bella, she just got flopped at it. <laughs> got flopped at it. She just like chucked my heel in her face. Animal she's abuse been, and calling the cops. Her worst, I think. Hello, cops. <laughs> Animal <laughs> abuse. Hello. A dog just got <laughs> flopped at it somewhere in the Michigan area. <laughs> Don't hang up. <laughs> This is for reals. <laughs> so serious right now. This, there's no guy for this. Did you get it? <laughs> the ship was a model as big as this. I'm just thinking about the failed <laughs> Galaxy Quest skit. Get him, Brian. Sounded <laughs> like you were hitting him with a water bottle wrapped in tissue paper. <laughs> I don't even remember the premise of that gif. GIF. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the gif. That bit. Like fair, I remember I don't it being. No, either. I remember it being Galaxy Quest, but I just don't remember like why we were doing it. <laughs> <laughs> why? Commander... Why did we do this? <laughs> just Commander Takaru has saved us. Have anything to do with it? That might just be a coincidence. It might. It's kind of funny how. I the titles and jokes throughout the years go in like coordination of whatever we're like running into the ground like <laughs> bed intruder like someone used a gif of that on me the other day and I'm like oh my god I haven't thought about that in forever we we were into that way longer than like the general public was <laughs> we got your t-shirt <laughs> like, it was so good though <laughs> like, that and Chuck Testa like those were the two golden ones. Oh, and no. taken with a real dad. <laughs> that one I'll still use. What I do have is meatballs. meatballs. I'll still do the ah uh, some sex trafficking garbage, and like people will be like, what? <laughs> you won't yeah, understand. You're not educated. Yeah, I'll, maybe you should wait a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, don't, don't do this to me. Come on. Yeah, I can't. Too late. Cat's playing the role of Cordy tonight. <laughs> like, if you need me to move, I'll move. She's playing aggressive Pokemon DCG online. It's it's a loose interpretation of the role. <laughs> her own take. I don't think Cordy would do that. I don't know her life. She was basically just if Kevin cloned himself into a female. That's all I remember. Pretty much. I think that was the same for the kids. I think it was just all a cloning operation. <laughs> I think it, I think it's Orphan Black. I'm not sure though. <laughs> orphan Black in real life. 
so one ups that's how we do this thing uh, right <laughs> i guess so um i don't know how to structure this because it's been like from the minute we last left so june 16th <laughs> until august 3rd <laughs> obviously day one <laughs> um i i mean i've i have no idea um gotten a lot of stuff in the mail purchased a lot of stuff um Check your blog for the last two buttons. <gasps> ran, oh, ran many a Pokemon tournament. Um, haven't played a whole lot. Um, Arms, I think, came out after we last recorded. Maybe. Yeah. Played that a little bit, and got bored. And now Splatoon's out. And Splatoon's great fun times all around um but other than that uh i picked up digimon world next order i haven't played it yet but i have it uh, <laughs> as well as uh ever oasis hey pikmin and metopia all from amazon's like shit show of prime day uh that they i don't even want to know how much i mean they made a ton of money that day but I don't want to know how much they would have made if they actually charged people the right prices. <laughs> uh, so I got, I, like, I got Hey Pikmin and Metopia for $12 total. Like, <laughs> and they're, they're brand new $40 games. So I am not complaining whatsoever about that. But, uh, I wouldn't yeah, either. Like, there, there's no big highlights or anything like that. Uh, finally started the second channel officially uh so there's that what about shinobi creative <laughs> it's it dead is it i i think i closed it i maybe i didn't i don't know um but i mean i assume most people still listening to the sh burp you know how it is uh <laughs> Most people still listening to the show follow me on Twitter and know everything that's happening in my life. So, yeah. I don't got a whole lot to say. So. Watch me just go pass. Like, we all just pass. It'll be funny. <laughs> pass. Like, we all just pass. Nothing's happened. We've just been in stasis for the last month and a half. Seems fair. Uh, um, just, I guess, highlight, highlight, the main highlight, I guess, difference would be that I'm on, like, back into Toku now. Like, it's weird because I haven't been in a toku mood in a long time and it feels weird to be this enthusiastic about it but feeling weird that it's weird to be enthusiastic because I spend so much of my life around it so it's like a weird feeling so I've basically been catching up on like all the movies and specials I kind of pushed to the side uh, when I wasn't really feeling it and I only have a couple left and I'm finally back on Amazon's so I should be caught up with that soon that's like the main highlight other than that there hasn't been anything really life changing uh, balancing a bunch of random shows on Netflix I've been like really bad at playing games like <laughs> I finally played ARMS like a week ago and like it's fun I'm really bad at it yeah me too but, like frustratingly bad and, like I'll have one really good match I'm like oh, I finally got the hang of it and then some mummy just beats the shit out of me and like <laughs> fuck this noise but it's neat but uh and like I haven't gotten to play Splatoon 
Splatoon 2 yet. I was so excited for it, and, like, I made sure I pre-ordered it, and, like, it arrived a day late, and I was all mad. But then, like, shit just keeps getting in the way. Like, I just, it keeps getting put off, and it really bothers me. But I have that ready, and, like, I was hoping to be in a place where I was caught up with these games I was working on by the time fall hit. Even though there's not quite as many games, I feel like, are coming out this fall, but I just don't think that's going to happen. Because I've been prioritizing a lot of, like, TV and, like, Toku stuff right now. On top of, like, regular life stuff and, like, reviews. Uh, it, it is funny, though. I had to, like... I was doing a Young Justice rewatch, but I was taking it kind of slow. But I heard they were taking it off Netflix on August 1st. So I had to, like, hurriedly watch, like, the last seven I had left or whatever. Like, I guess it makes sense because they're going to be launching their own network. So, but it still kind of sucks. Yeah. That I had to, like, speed through it. And, like, you can't just go revisit episodes on there. But I'm looking forward to that show. Uh, coming back but I think I think that's about it it's about all huge ass <laughs> shot up to Dead Sensor classic I don't even know where Dead Sensor is anymore like I put a bunch of my like old writer toys in storage somewhere at my parents house but I don't remember where it was <laughs> mine's in a box because, like, since I've been on a kick, I thought of, I always thought it would be funny to, like, randomly display the various gadgets throughout the apartment in, like, funny places. <laughs> but, like, I, I something I've want, wanted to do since, like, way before I had my apartment is I always wanted to put the candroids, like, in the kitchen. Like, in the can <laughs> mode. But, like, I don't... Put them in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, like, I thought it would be funny to do stuff like that. I'm like, the only two I have are like gorilla and and the triceratops one and i don't know where the others are and like it's been such an easy thing to store so i want I, those are like the top priority like maybe that and burger meal i think will be the funniest ones to like put in the kitchen like <laughs> put but, burger so meal on like, a plate yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be funny if it was like a like an automated transforming one so you could just scare people with it <laughs> like like those little uh, Transformers like one push ones but yeah. and I kind of regret not getting more food droids now because they make more sense in the kitchen like the play monsters make the least sense I mean in terms <laughs> of like funny locations because they're not based on anything real other than having like a literal belly button ring like <laughs> it's just it's true though but like I've been thinking about that stuff a lot lately <laughs> you get nostalgic like for idea, those though. Those O's times. The stupid yeah. little bitch. That stupid little bitch. Speaking of, I was I was going to tweet this the other day, but I think my experience with X8 is an extended version of your feelings on O's. <laughs> like, the way, like, your first reaction on O's, except played out over a long time. Where I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, I hate this. I'm like, oh, fuck. I kind of like it now. <laughs> like, it was just like, if that was made into a script over a year. <laughs> All I heard was toenail. Out of whatever she said. Milo, Milo is a very weird animal. That's because he doesn't have Otis. <laughs> I haven't gotten I to make that joke so long. My day, I've never had one as special as him. <laughs> He's this literally him. up there just gnawing on his foot and staring <laughs> at you. A... My dogs will actually do that sometimes, but it usually means there's something, like, itching their feet. That's weird. Anyway, let's talk about dog feet more. <laughs> or animal feet. Dog and cat feet. All the feet. Hashtag cat dog. <laughs> Hashtag 90s kid. 
shit. Uh, but, um, so yeah, I guess, uh, speaking of Ryder, uh, since, I mean, it, it, it's been a while and news has kind of come and gone and been relevant and no longer relevant, but something that is fairly relevant and is actually fairly topical is the fact that we basically know every damn thing there is to know about build. Yep. Which is actually really exciting because it looks great. <laughs> yeah. We've been gone so long a new writer happened. Oh my god. But yeah, like I'm I like the looks of pretty much like most everything we're seeing. Uh the suit looks really sexy. It does. Like I be be the complete first to admit that I went into this going, you know what? Let's hate the shit out of this thing. I'm done. <laughs> I want out. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, like, cause we we got the the name initially, and I'm like, oh, build that kind of sounds really stupid. It's probably construction themed, which just doesn't sound that appealing whatsoever. Yeah. And then like that that catalog came out that had a silhouette and I'm like well the silhouette's not bad it doesn't look like there's any weird sort of designs going on and then we had the silhouette of the full bottles and I'm like well they look like bottles it's a really stupid gimmick which admittedly it is but yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm like okay you know what no we're not doing this one this one's stupid we're done and then we saw the suit and I'm like fuck that is a good suit yeah it's a very good <laughs> suit because it's very double and it's like it's yeah basic but there's elements about everything like throughout all the different forms that still let him keep like the same sort of silhouette like double does but unlike double like there's drastic differences within like his visor and his shoulder pads and stuff which uh, i find really enjoyable between the different forms and like some of them are weirder than others naturally but yeah man i mean his base form is tank rabbit (laughs) (laughs) you could get anything more toku just (laughs) Uh, what should we do for his base form let's mix a rabbit and a tank (laughs) sure thing like only in toku and like i like the very small subtle things especially in rabbit tank like you have the spring on his leg on the the rabbit I don't want to say side because his mixtures kind of work in this weird horizontal pattern yeah uh, it's much more of a mixture yeah and so like the the rabbit leg has a spring on it and like the the boot little like shoe design like actually kind of looks like a rabbit foot and then on the flip side on the tank side it's very angular and actually like has like molded in tank treads on the bottom of the the foot uh, which just looks really cool and like the eyes uh, one's like a rabbit head and the other one is a tank with the with the turret and stuff and it, like there's just little subtle things that just look really cool about all these different forms yeah. it'll, it'll be really fun to see like those detail of heroes uh, yeah. skins and stuff for, for, uh, for all these suits yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah it uh it definitely caught me by surprise. Uh, I still don't really like the whole bottle thing. 
Um, the driver looks okay. It's got a little crank. We can. You crank should it. love it. Crank it. <laughs> crank it. <laughs> Another throwback. <laughs> um, but the the suits were enough to to win me over enough. And then there's a whole bunch of things going on with Suntai maybe not being here anymore. Uh, and at, at that point, you're like, well, Power Rangers is in the toilet. Sentai's in a questionable state. What else will my Toku channel have? <laughs> and so I kind of just sort of decided to jump in. Um, go ahead. The moment made it sound like I was almost about to be interrupted. <laughs> you're just like putting me. But then it was like a weird transition to like a, another news anchor. Uh, but like, yeah, it's funny. I don't know how much I'm going to go in on the merchandise, but I'm definitely going to get a little more than I thought. Like, every year I go through that. The only year I successfully did it was Forze, with the exception of, like, little things like Burger Meal, where I'm like, oh, I'm not going to get anything, and then I'll, I'll like, something will it'll just pull me back in with something. Um, but, like, I really like the looks of it. You kind of, like, hit the nail on the head on a lot of the things I was going to say, but, like, something I do like about him is, it's a weird thing to say, but I like that he looks a little bit meaner, like, just the look, like, it looks kind of more badass. Yeah. Uh, like there's like a like angry. It's hard to describe. I think you know what I mean though. Like it's like a kind of angryish look, and and even though I, I really loved a lot of the designs in X8, it's also nice to have a suit that looks a little more ridery again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I hate saying that because I'm not like the type of person that like as a traditionalist with that. Like, oh, it's not a common rider, but like I guess it's just it's nice after having something a little more outside the box like X8. Um, and the bottles is like I like the concept of it in terms of what they're going for and like I like the little details like that he shakes them and stuff but I heard that they're not going to have electronics that, that, and that's like, right they, they don't have electronics whatsoever because like, okay. like a set of two is only like 1200 yen or something so. yeah like I hate that because Gashets did well right as far as I know, they did. Um, we don't have like, yeah. numbers as far as okay. I know. Because um, just from everything I see, like, popularity and, like, availability, like, it seems like they've done well for themselves. Like, and it just seems like the most liked and, uh, in some cases, the most popular gimmicks have some sort of electronics, like Gaia Memories and Lock Seeds, and it's like... I don't know. I mean, obviously, I don't know the whole business side of like the reasoning why they do some without it or whatever. But like coming off of like gash outs with all the electronics, it's like really disappointing. Yeah. And and I was also thinking about this again with like Ghost on how obviously the the icons themselves didn't really make much noise in the series. Like you know the ones that make sense like X8 or Double, they do make it in the series. But like they had that noise whenever they activated it that i can't even remember like i don't know but <laughs> every time they activate it you know what i'm talking about and it happened a lot because i was re-watching i watched like three ghost related things four ghost related things and i'm like even if it would have just had that it would have been nice like press the button it makes the activation noise you hear like five times an episode lights up a little bit it just kind of adds a little something extra to it yeah uh, but so i'm a little disappointed by that and, and and the driver itself, like I said, is not that greatest thing. I feel like a lot of the drivers recently are kind of more about function than, like, look. Where, like, it's neat the way they function, but it's not, like, the, the sexiest driver. Um, the weapons are kind of okay. I'm not really that huge into weapons in a lot of cases. Like, I'm, I'm kind of just fine with them. Yeah, I'm, I'm only getting the ones I'm getting because they come with bottles. 
Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, I don't know how. I don't know how much the little drill thingy is gonna have in terms of being able to read them, but um, yeah, I the the drill one's okay. I I like the fact that he's got like a drill sword instead of like a traditional ass sword. Yeah. Spiral uh, saber. Cool. Plus, <laughs> plus his name's Build, and so he's got like a drill. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and then the the bad guys' uh, weapons. One of them is their changer, I think, actually. Um, and then the other one's just like a sword, and they combine and stuff. So probably get that anyway if it's considered their transformation device. But the black, the black guy, the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He's speaking yeah. of him. He's really cool. I like him a lot. Yeah, but the the two villain designs uh, look really really cool. Uh, the 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 bat guy Night Rogue in particular, he looks yeah. super. I kept super calling him cool. Nitrog. <laughs> Nitrog. <laughs> Nit Nitrog sounds way cooler than Nitrog. <laughs> Nitrog. <laughs> uh. So yeah, Nitrog, but Nitrog sounds cooler. But uh, and the, the secondary rider Claws looks cool too. He looks like like Bronco y colors, but he looks cool. Like all the suit designs look good. Yeah. Like, like there's it's not, a, not it's any a spot I really on like. great series for suits so far. Yeah. And um, uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, you go ahead. Uh, I I just wanted to make comment about how the fact that there is a form called Rocket Panda, and <laughs> I could not be more happy about that. It's uh, also an extremely <laughs> Toku thing. <laughs> I'm like looking through these forms. I'm like, man, this thing's all over the place. This is so weird. And then there was, I saw that one was Rocket Panda, and I'm like, well, <laughs> I gotta get that one no matter what. <laughs> I like it looks cool too. Like the the panda side has like a like a claw on it that looks really cool. And then the rocket side, his hands or his arms kind of shaped like a rocket. Not as big as like Rocket Module from Forze, but. Yeah, uh, it's got like a rocket design on it that looks really cool. I'm like, this is just freaking neat. <laughs> just think about how many more like mundane words and things are gonna be quote unquote ruined now by this. <laughs> like, it's just gonna keep adding to it. But like, I cannot walk through the grocery store and see the oranges without hearing the voice in my head. Yeah, it's like a form of like Togu schizophrenia, where like. <laughs> things will just trigger you i still under my breath say gorilla zoe whenever somebody says sigh <laughs> even when i was like way negative on toku it's still like a, it's like a tick and like that's the weirdest one because it makes the least sense to anybody that doesn't know what you're talking about yeah oh classic white blaster beetleborg <laughs> uh, um but yeah, like everything is just really cool. Like we got Gorilla and Diamond, um, uh, Hawk. Hey, that and one's really cool. Gatling gun, <laughs> uh, Ninja and Comic, which I think is a fun combination. Oh yeah, that's a neat one. I like that one. Uh, Rocket Panda, like I was talking about. Yeah. Um, then we have uh, Pirate and Train, uh, which. <laughs> Uh, like is kind of like one of my least favorite ones i don't know they just they picked really weird things like on his helmet like the trains represented by a train track and then the pirates represented by like a skull and crossbones and it just looks really strange 
But, just imagine how conflicted Saban is, would be about that form. Like, kids like pirates, but they hate trains. <laughs> no, not what trains do. don't sell. Trains don't sell. Let's do ninjas. Toys sit on shelf. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for real. And uh, Light and Octopus um, is definitely the weirdest looking one, I think. Because uh, Light is represented by something that just looks like the Claws of Wolverine. <laughs> Probably use a sword anyway, still. <laughs> Probably. Classic O's. Good old O's. Uh, but yeah, everything is just very, very cool. Um, there's a small snippet of the theme song out, which sounds very unlike most Rider themes, but yeah. it kind of reminds me of classic DDR music, and I really like it. <laughs> um... Oh, hey, conveniently, I was at the, the staff page. <laughs> I'm flipping through the, the Tumblr for for build. But um, Head Writer is a guy that hasn't done Toku before. He has written, I think, two different uh, J-dramas or something like that. Oh. Um, so that's, that's interesting. And it also kind of matches up with uh, some rumblings I've heard about the fact that TV Asahi... Uh, well, first of all, there was there's a, a time shift in in the genre now. It used to be seven thirty Sentai, eight o'clock Rider. Uh, now it is nine o'clock Rider, nine thirty Sentai. Uh, starting in October. Scandalous. Uh, it's crazy, and it got the 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 woodwork going of people talking about the fate of Sentai. And that that's a completely different topic, which we may or may not talk about later. But. Um, and so, so there, there's a time change, and I've just heard various things about how TV Asahi likes how, kind of likes how stuff like Drive uh, was set up and Exaid in terms of being a lot more dramatic, so to speak. Yeah. And I, I dig that a lot because yeah, I, mean, I've, I agree. I've been really loving how Exaid's been paced. Uh, for the most part so far and uh, so bringing in a writer that has experience with dramas uh, kind of leads a little bit of credence towards that because I feel one thing that x has done really well thus far has been a show that has managed to be continuously enjoyable in a narrative sense while still just kind of continuously chucking those toys right at your face yeah. And I think that's the balance that TV Asahi really, really wants. And yeah. So bringing in, like, a guy that is experienced in writing dramas, I think is probably the, the ticket to that. It's like, just write a drama, but just make sure this guy gets new forms every other episode. <laughs> like, I like that they've discovered that, though, because that's, like, the ideal setup for me instead of being more... Kind of like the opposite of what a lot of, like, executives here are, like, more episodic. Kids are too stupid. Don't yeah, even give the yeah. characters names. They won't remember them. Like, <laughs> it's so I like that. Uh, I, I'm glad to hear that. And it's always nice to get a fresh perspective, too, instead yeah, exactly. of, like, somebody that's written, like, five Toku series. Kind of like Gaim. That's why Gaim was so good, is we had somebody that hadn't traditionally worked on that before. So, I mean, it could end up being bad. It's always hard to say with these. It can be a gamble. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like some of the same people that worked on Geki Ranger worked on Ghost Ranger. And so, there's so many factors. 
Yeah, if I, I've, I have no idea how anything's going to turn yeah. up. I'm optimistic about it at the very least. Uh, TV Aski's got a lot of staff in the producer's chair. Um, the chief producer is from TV Asahi, and two of the three uh, just normal producers are from TV Asahi. There's one producer from Toei. Um, <laughs> if, if that gives you any sort of inkling on who's in control of these shows, it's it's not Toei. <laughs> um, so there's that. Um, the scores being done by the same guy that's currently doing Ultraman Jeet, uh, which has a pretty good score, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, like I said, the, the snippet of the theme is out. We have a trailer, uh, which looks uh, pretty good in yeah, I liked what I saw. my humble opinion. Um, I'm a little bit worried about like the protagonist, as I was kind of hoping for a more badass one. It looks like another kind of lighter one, but it's, it's just so hard to tell. Like, yeah, it, it's it's super hard to tell with this because we only have the one trailer, and he's kind of all over the place. Like, he is a bit older, which I yeah. like. We don't have babyface Takeru in a role again. Yeah. <laughs> or Emu, for that matter. It's uh, still weird that his name's Takeru because whenever I hear that name, I instantly think of Shinka in Red. Yeah, who was like, yeah, so it's like it also I always like forget the most expensive Toku actor ever, other than Deno. <laughs> Classic. Classic Deno. Classic Deno. Um, uh, but no matter what he is like, I feel like he's going to be very off balanced by uh, this Ryuga character, who's pretty much going to be Claus, because Claus is a dragon and his name's Ryuga, so kind of yeah. easy to put two and two together there. Uh, <laughs> and he's he's actually played by one of the guys in Amazon season two, so that's kind of fun. Spoiler alert: some guy with a face <laughs> is going to be in Amazon season two. You just unraveled all the mysteries in season one. Like, why do they have right? in so many weird ways? Like, <laughs> I think my straight, favorite straight was out of still, the show. Like, yeah, like my favorite was that when he just like squashed it in his hand, like he was trying to open it, and then like fuck it, and just smushed it all into his face, like. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> classic oh, Amazon shit. egg eating <laughs> uh, you have uh, the uh, token girl character that's going to have some sort of ability and I, she's going to be the one to make the bottles I think I, both her and uh, Sento yeah there we go his last name's Kiryu, so his name's actually Sento. Is that the dude that's like a fusion of Spectre and Brain? The the main character? Oh no, 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 the, oh, no, no the, the next guy is the yeah. He, oh my god, he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if they had a kid. Like... You're, you're not wrong. Uh, so I think they're gonna make the the bottles because it says she can purify ingredients that uh, Build is able to harvest from the Smash. So I assume that like when he beats somebody he'll get like the essence of pandas or whatever oh that's neat and that's kind of like go, like hey, lady we'll like, yeah the way he would use like the card powers that's neat uh, Blady's so... also funny <laughs> Blady. <laughs> uh, so there's that um the the guy that looks like brain 
Uh, he is just a assistant to the prime minister or something. He leads the research into Pandora's box. Uh, you got okay. a reporter lady, and you have guy that looks like Gekki Chopper from Ghosts. Uh, <laughs> he is also an aide to the prime minister. And oddly enough, they're all looking like they're wearing like the newest uniforms they have in the Gone World now. Like, yeah, I know. This, this, this is the gray look. Like, <laughs> let's go eat some not icons. And then you have a hippie bar owner. Uh, See the dude in like the overalls. It's an apron, but oh, yeah. <laughs> same thing. He runs a cafe. It's an apron. I see no difference. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, like I said, cast looks fine. Uh, the character descriptions seem okay. I mean, we won't know for sure until anything actually airs. But I do find it interesting that the main character has amnesia, which is something they haven't done since Agito. Yeah. Uh, so, like, that was one thing that made me a little more optimistic about it, is that, like, he couldn't be like Agito. Like, Agito wasn't a badass, like, like a Tendo character or something, but, like, he wasn't over-the-top, too goody-goody, but he was, like, kind of charming. Like, I always point out the stupid fish finger moment, but, like, that was, like, a good moment. Like, <laughs> so, uh... I don't know. We'll, we'll see with that, but I think that's interesting, because that's something we haven't done in a while. I don't know how you become a genius physicist without a memory, but you know how it is. <laughs> I lost all of my memories except all the ones that relate to doing cool physics things. So, like, that's fine. He can go hang out with the genius radiologist. He really knows how to read those test results. <laughs> that still cracks me up. <laughs> it's just, it's like along the oh, same lines. It's like He's a genius radiologist. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. He can read the fuck out of those scans. <laughs> like, boop, see that there? That's a growth. Like, just... <laughs> what else would have spotted that? Like, See that? That's a growth. Oh my god, he's a genius. He's a connoisseur of radiology. You, you have cancer. <laughs> oh my god, no one else would have spotted that. Like, it's just, that's what it reminded me of when I read it. Like, the first thing I thought of with seeing the genius word in front of there, I was like, oh, it's like Taiga. <laughs> uh, sort of real uh, and his hair does that weird like something about Mary thing when it <laughs> pops up and sticks up you know what that's from uh, sex I'm just kidding <laughs> I just saw that I was like what the fuck is this actually yeah, like, I don't know and then he has like weird drawings on his face so I don't that'll be will be something we find out about and try not to like put too many connotations on it uh what was I going to say something? Oh, his transformation is like model kits. I love it so much. That's really neat. Uh, that was cool. I like the voice of the driver. I can't tell whether that thing announcing him at the end was also the driver or was part of the trailer. But I like the voice for like when he puts stuff in. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's a very competent English-speaking voice again. Yeah. <laughs> uh... And I, I think the setup is interesting with, like, Japan being divided up into, like, quadrants or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but the plot, if you don't know, is Trump made Japan build a wall <laughs> because, like, he got tired of dealing with Mexico. <laughs> so, no. But, uh, like, that's interesting. Whenever they come up with things like that, like, sort of world-changing premises, I'm always curious to see how much they follow through with it feeling different. 
like, because I feel like Q Ranger, they could do better at making everything feel different. Uh, there's been a little bit recently, like with the Dark Matter Academies and stuff, but like sometimes when they make those world-changing premises, I wish they could follow through a little bit more because I like the idea so much. Yeah, I I agree. Like sometimes they'll make it seem like everyone on Earth is enslaved, and then in the next episode they're just like hanging out in a park. I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> so I don't know. Like they could have done so much with that premise, both on Earth and in space. And there's some series that will do stuff like that better than others uh, with like the way things have changed. But I, I like the ideas behind it, and I think it'll be interesting. And at least it's something that they don't necessarily have to go so drastic with so if they are just eating ice cream in a park or something it won't seem so weird yeah. but I think the premise of it could lean to some really good storytelling so I just hope they take advantage of it it's totally different than that initial rumor I heard about everybody being bottles or something like <laughs> everybody, it was like them being icons but bottles <laughs> so uh, it sounds interesting like everything is positive so far so I'm looking forward to it. And like, I like that I'm in a toku mood when it's about to premiere because it'll make the premiere extra exciting. Yeah. Because it's usually an exci- exciting affair, but... Uh, I don't think there's anything else with this. Is there? No? I don't think All right. so. No. Uh, and there's no real uh, X-8 stuff except for, like, that Kronos is going to fuse with Gemdis or whatever, and... I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I, uh, I'd forgotten about it until you mentioned yeah. it. Oh, I do have a question, because I can't get a straight answer. Is the movie an alternate reality finale, or is it like something that takes place in the canon? I I think it takes place in the canon, but it's not like an actual alternate ending or anything like that. I think. I don't know, because the only... Okay. like bits that I've seen so far were like people on the Tokunet staff and the, the staff chat trying to translate posts from uh, like Japanese boards yeah, uh, from people that saw early screens of it um, and most of them couldn't really tell what was going on because okay. they hadn't seen bits of the show at that point because oh, like, okay. at that point when they were watching the movie, I think only, like, 39 or 40 had aired. Okay. And the movie, at the very least, would take place after 42, which is this weekend's episode. Yeah. Uh, so everyone's very confused on, like, status quos of things. Um, but as of right now, I think it's just in canon after episode 42. Okay. And then that's it. Um... The, I mean, the movie's called True Ending, and everyone's like, oh, it's going to be the real ending of the show, and the show's going to have a different ending. But, like, in episode 41, that uh, that CEO of the other company... Yeah, they were, like, like, setting it up. It was like, oh, it's time to begin the true ending of Kamen Rider Chronicle or whatever. And I'm like, oh, is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, are they? do they mean, like... Are they just setting up for the movie, or are they, like, still setting up for the movie, but it's, like, alternate? Because I kind of like the idea of them doing what they did with, like, Fies and Blade, where it basically was, like, kind of an alternate version of, like, the end game. But I just was confused, because people were telling me that. And then, like, I saw a couple posts about people saying that 
oh, the the next ep- this episode of XA takes place after the movie events. I'm like, wait, why would that matter? So, super confusing. Yeah, I I have no idea at this point to be honest. <laughs> and like, because I asked in my last video, I'm like, and then like literally it was like half and half of people telling me the different answers. I'm like, thanks. So I guess we'll find out soon here, but it was confusing. Um, as far as like Q Ranger scans, like the only ones that haven't happened, like the thing that if I remember, the last scans were like the stuff about Ho Soldier's backstory, which we already got, and then like Evil Naga. I think was the only other thing. Which so, was hilarious, because like that that Evil Naga bit popped up. I'm like, hey, that suit actually looks really fucking cool. And uh, then they're like, oh, he's got a dark Seiza blaster and all that. I'm like, well, that's neat. They'll probably make a premium Bandai toy of that. And yep. then, like, the next day after those scans came out, premium Bandai's like, here's the dark Seiza blaster. It comes with two dark Tutamas. Look at this evil Naga. Isn't he cool? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Guys, it hasn't even happened in the show yet. (laughs) Normally, normally they wait until it happens in the show to throw up the the item page. Uh, Yeah. No premium Bandai wasted no time. They're like, what? TV Kuten's out? Okay, here you go. They they give no fucks anymore. (laughs) Premium Bandai don't give a fuck. Um, But but yeah, that's 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 a thing. I don't know anything else about it really supposedly he what gets... even is naga evil <laughs> he gets uh like his emotions twisted by one of the excuse me vice shogun people um and then he gets that apparently or something i don't know i wonder how long it'll last probably not not that long you'll, yeah probably not don't make you want the toy long enough to make you want the toy that's about it yeah that, maybe that's why they're doing it early, so they get, like, extra hype of people wanting the toy, and that's why... And then so that it's not a disappointment after it ends after an episode. Like, it would be kind of a neat thing to keep going for at least a couple episodes, because th- yeah. they have so many characters that it's not awkward to take one of them out of the main setting. Yeah, because, like, Champ was gone for a while, and yeah, Kotaro was gone for a while, and then Scorpio... Scorpio. <laughs> I do the uh, same thing. Uh, Stinger was gone for a while, and... So, like, it's fine. Like, right now, um, Sparta and uh, Raptor are with uh, Tsurugi, and so they're not, like, in the main group. Yeah. Balance and Champ were off with that one loud girl in the (laughs) other planet for a little bit. So they they keep hopping around, which is something Q-Ranger's doing a really good job of. Yeah. So, like, make use of that large cast and... Uh, it's not going to be forever. Just maybe make it more than just an episode, hopefully. And it's just funny that it's Naga because he's like the biggest puzzle for me. <laughs> but just in a good way, I guess. It's just because like when he came on, like based on his debut, I thought he was going to kind of be like a Spock Vulcan character, like bits about how he doesn't understand. And then he just like was weird, like really weird, like facial expressions and like, like it's been entertaining and I'm just I can't figure out what they're going for with it and then the next thing I know I'm seeing a thing about evil Naga I'm like well this is the only (laughs) natural next step so now he's just going to be like evilly trying to look at his own reflection while balancing like (laughs) so that's interesting and and it looks neat and the blaster looks neat I'll probably figure out some way to get that now that I I cut off my my pink haired Hawaiian source 
Because uh, uh, I just don't get enough premium things anymore. Now, like, when I need them, it's weird. I feel like back in the day when I'm like, how do I get this Kinteros figure? <laughs> do I have to use sorcery? Where do you buy this? Like, <laughs> do I have to use sorcery? <laughs> Who was... I cannot remember the name of... Because there is Oki, and then there is... Um, who was the first... I can't remember the name of the other, the other girlie. Rider Proxy. Uh, who was the first, like, middleman that we both dealt with and they, like, disappeared? Yokata? Yes! Yes! Thank you! That's been driving me crazy for, like, a week. Yeah, like, they, they, they vanished and, like, took everyone's money. <laughs> Jesus. Like, I dealt with them for, like, my very first pre-orders. Luckily, I got them. But, like, I just remember them vanishing and I could not remember their names for the life of me. Like, oh man. They're like the premium Toku item version of that PR fan movie. <laughs> like, oh Jesus. That's a. Like, that took so long, they literally conceived and released a Power Rangers movie reboot. <laughs> and no oh, one's man. gotten their money back. <laughs> oh, fuck. Them and Yokata probably ran off together. Romance of the Century. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, I don't think there's been too much other Toku news or Power Rangers news. I mean, there's there was the since we last left off the you know Legacy Zio stuff, which is neat. I still wish they would just do the Shogun Megazord, and I hope they still do it. But I'm looking forward to the Legacy Zio stuff, um, Psycho figures, stuff like that. Who know? I'm so nervous about that line. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because that uh, that kind of generic post that goes around holds true of like all I see is the girl f- legacy figures out uh, I still can't find the fucking black and space figure <laughs> it's really frustrating it's like the only one I need but that's like pretty much the only Power Rangers news that's come out other than Ninja Steel's coming back soon and like they're keeping the burger more for based on international spoilers um, it's, it's so weird like everything's so weird about Power Rangers yeah I'm like the whole ranger realm I guess like we, if you want to we can talk a minute about the Sentai stuff because I haven't actually heard that much about the fate of Sentai yeah, other sure. than I knew that this year was like the last ditch effort like when it started or whatever yeah um I mean I I can't speak for how well um Q Ranger is doing because as far as I know we currently only had I think quarter one toy sales and we might have gotten worse since then and i just don't know which is always a possibility but basically from what i gather at the very most q ranger's probably gonna end at not quite kyoryuger tokyuger levels um it's gonna end higher than an injure and geoger which isn't yeah. saying a whole lot yeah um for for reference because i actually have this right in front of me. Nope, that's not what I want. There we go. Uh, let's see. So, in Kyoryuger, Sentai made uh, about 14.5 billion yen, which is the most Sentai has made ever. Or at least since, since 2006, because that's all the. That's why they made a Korean about. sequel. Uh, <laughs> it's true. Um, Tokyuger after that made about 11.5-ish. 
uh, which was still really good. Um, that was the fourth highest Sentai since 2006. And then after that, um, Ninja happened. And Ninja made like 7.8 billion, uh, give or take, and that's terrible. That's what happened. Uh, that's what happened. And then uh, Geoger made like an extra billion or so, give or take, but um, that actually includes the first quarter for Q Ranger as well. Because <laughs> uh, uh, Japan's fiscal year is uh, April to April. So it, it hits like a majority of each sentai but not perfectly so the numbers are always very skewed you can yeah. go back in their financial reports and try to figure out exactly what each series made but no one really takes the time to do that yeah uh, um so everything's a little bit skewed so first quarter q ranger and joger together made uh like 8.9 ish billion and then so looking at the last part uh, uh ninja in the first part of geoger made seven point something so uh things weren't looking too hot uh for that so we we talked several times about how milo don't knock anything down i will kill you about uh, how <laughs> how uh like q ranger was basically their last ditch effort for sentai uh they brought bandai america in to try to figure out how to more easily create something that the uh, american side will really enjoy for power rangers and it's like hey do space do armor do a lot of collectibles because we love those and yeah. that, that's basically what culminated in the q ranger and actually conveniently uh the the first quarter for 2000, the uh, fiscal year of 2018, uh, just came out. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see, group-wide toys. Let's see, first quarter, riders, 3.8. Uh, Power Rangers is at 4.9 altogether. Sentai itself is at 2.9 uh that's aggressively okay i guess they're expecting yeah. sentai to do 11 billion which is being fairly modest um 8.8 .8 was that last number uh from from 2017's fiscal year so yeah uh it's i mean i guess it's doing all right ish yeah i would estimate it's probably really mediocre first half they listed at 5.8 so q ranger's been doing okay uh for is what i can gather from looking at these numbers it hasn't been doing fantastic but it's been doing better than the last two years um but basically what it boils down to is i i personally think that Sentai is probably gonna be safe because of Power Rangers, which yeah. leads into an entirely different discussion about what the fate of Power Rangers is at this point. Um, yeah, so it's actually kind of funny, but yeah, it's funny that these two shitty times are like intersecting. Yeah, <laughs> uh, 
because uh, I mean, just for reference, Ryder in like last year made twenty two point three billion, uh, and then Power Rangers all together made twenty one billion. Uh, but like I just said, the Sentai itself in Japan only made eight point eight. Yeah. So everything else is from like Hong Kong, Korea, Power Rangers, uh, and stuff like that. So Sentai does really well uh, domestically, but doesn't do a whole lot um, in Japan. Whereas Ryder does like truckloads of money in Japan, but doesn't do shit internationally. So each series is completely different from one another. But uh, the, the, the issue right now is just the fact that, like I said, I think it's safe because of Power Rangers because they make a ton of money off of being able to adapt this stuff, Yeah. Uh, whereas they don't with Ryder. But it, it has a lot to do with it doesn't really matter what Bandai sees and what Toei sees if TV Asahi, who fronts a lot of the money for these productions, if they don't see the return that they want to see then guess who's not fronting their money anymore? Yeah. And so Toei's sitting there with a stick up their ass wondering how to make a Sentai. Uh, and, like, it's one of those things where Toei goes, okay, we front all this money to make Kamen Rider. You make 20-something billion yen in a year. Why can't this other show that we throw a bunch of money at you to make also make this amount of money? And it makes the network obviously very frustrated because they don't get a whole lot of money from this show that admittedly probably costs them the same to make as this other show that makes them a bunch of money. And so, like, as a network, you just have to think in in the sense of a business. You have to go, okay, if they're not seeing the return in that show that they want, they're probably not going to want to do the show and we don't know how those contracts work um we don't know what tv asahi gets what toei gets what bandai gets and we especially don't know what each company gets in regards to the money that international licenses make yeah um so like we have no idea if tv asahi sees anything from stuff like power rangers which mentally i want to say they probably don't just because they're not airing it yeah so chances are they're not seeing a whole lot from that they might get a little bit in like money fronting royalties or something like that but not as much as toei or bandai see from licensing uh money so that, I mean, that's fine and dandy. It's like, oh, Sentai makes a lot of money internationally. Great. But TV Asahi, if they don't see money from that, they don't give a flying fuck. And so if they can make a new show that has the potential to make as much as Ryder does for possibly less money because it's a new show, then that's probably a good business opportunity for them. Yeah. Uh, and... So, I mean, I, I don't know how public some things are, so I don't want to say more than what's publicly known in certain situations, but um, there, there, there are people at TV Asahi that wa want to do different things, and 
So if they see it as an opportunity to ditch the show that's not making them that much money and try a new thing or something like that, there's a chance that they could take it. And so I tweeted something like that uh, during Comic-Con when Ninja Steel was completely absent uh, from from anything. I I made a kind of a a joke tweet that uh, I said that like that moment when... uh, Ninja Steel ends, the Q-Ranger adaption doesn't happen, and Power Rangers just turns into a nostalgia franchise, which I think is actually a strong possibility of something that could happen. Yeah. (laughs) So as joking as I was, there was half truth to it. But, and then at that same time, like, that spawned into me making just a bold predictions tweet, and I'm like, Power Rangers turns into a nostalgia franchise, Sentai gets cancelled, and all that, and like I got, I started getting ganged up on uh, <laughs> because it can like, happen quick. Trust <laughs> me. Make one wrong tweet about civilian fights. And, <laughs> and people are like, Oh, why do you think Sentai is going to get canceled? Is there something I don't know? And I had to explain to people that it doesn't make a whole lot of money domestically. TV he might not like it. They're a business. They got to do what's in their best interests etc etc and people people are basically like no sentai's forever it ain't going anywhere it's a toy commercial as long as it makes money it'll continue to exist and that's not how it works like granted yes it's a show that exists to sell toys and if those toys sell then there's a strong chance that it'll continue to get made but at the same time you have to factor in that there's a network involved that fronts a lot of the money for the production of the show that might not see as much money as other companies see you don't know how this works and admittedly i don't know completely how it works either i'm just making educated guesses it is a bit different than power rangers which is a bit more driven by the toy sales meaning that like there's not very many parties involved that don't see that like with tbsa yeah, like, I mean, in, in the case of Power Rangers, it's like, oh, Nickelodeon airs the show, they get, like, money from their advertising revenue, yeah. and whatever, Saban And they're, they're not them. really expecting more, they're just like, okay, this yeah, is the money we get for this, whatever, we don't give a fuck, basically. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's kind of like, with, with Nickelodeon stuff, it's like a one-shot deal. They're yeah. like, they will, Saban's like, oh, we'll, we'll do a contract, you'll pay for the show, you'll, we'll pay you, or however it works. And you get to air it. And they're like, okay, great. Um, but, like, in, in TV Asahi's case, this is a situation with, like, uh, like the CW and and the, the DCTV programs where they... It, it's not just a situation where they're airing the show. There's a situation where it's part of their company. Or, like, yeah. the Cartoon Network original series and, and stuff like that. Where there's actually a studio involved that is owned by the network that is producing these shows. That's how it works with TV Asahi. Yeah. And people aren't realizing that there's another party involved beyond just Toei and Bandai making money off of toys. And again, at the same time, if Bandai feels like they're not making a whole lot of money off of these toys, they might try something else. Um... I mean, for for instance, like I said, Sentai made 8.8. Precure made 7.5. Just as a reference there, um, the the Girls Animated Series 
made uh, about only one billion less than the Super Sentai series did. <laughs> and I I feel comfortable in saying that the animation probably cost less than the live action like action series. Yeah, uh, does you don't have to pay like the the staff either, you know, like the, yeah. the assistants and all that, camera cleaners, ball washers. <laughs> you don't have to pay for location shoots and set building. Uh, so, so yeah, for sure. so b- basically, I mean, long story created longer because I won't shut up. Uh, it, it's it's just a situation where it's not making a whole lot of money. The companies involved just might not want to do it anymore. And you can sit there and kick back and go, oh, it's making money from toys. It's not going anywhere. But that's, I promise you, that's not the case. Um, yeah, it's not even making that many money from toys anymore. Like, regardless of yeah. the relationship, it's not making as much money from toys. Um, like, like I said, just talking about, like, animations and stuff, um, Gundam, Gundam made 26.7. Dragon Ball made 12.4. Fucking Anpan Mom made ten point six. <laughs> Precure made seven point five. Yokai Watch still made ten, and that's a dying franchise. <laughs> and, and so it, it it's just one of those things where it I don't don't ever feel comfortable that something you enjoy will be there forever just because we're on year like forty something. Unless it's something like Spider-Man or Batman, that shit's yeah. going nowhere. <laughs> and, like, and, but and at the same, has like twelve thousand mediums. <laughs> at the same time, like that—that that was one of my arguments with Power Rangers: is that if the show stopped, the comic would continue, the toys would continue, uh, and, and all that. So, like, even if there was no Power Rangers series, then the the franchise would still continue and I, I feel like Saban would probably try to make some sort of animated MMPR or something to be honest I feel like they would do something to try to keep Honestly, it relevant but like I wouldn't want like a nostalgia fat fest animated series but I would love if PR went animated I uh, I've been a supporter of animated PR since that rumor happened when it was owned by Disney Yeah like I would love that. Like, as much as, like, I would miss bits of, like, the live-action charm and, you know, the way the franchise is. Like, I'll get that from Ryder and whatnot, but uh, they have just so much more freedom there. Like, not only would it be more cost-effective, but then you could do all this crossover return stuff. Like, how easy would it be to just call one of these actors into the studio or, or just get <laughs> just get uh, Ika Darvel and Jeffrey Prowza to voice all of them? <laughs> just every last uh, actor. Just... You could do stuff like that, and I would love to see like something even close to the level of the comic storytelling in cartoon yeah. form. That would be awesome. But uh, you know, even if something happens with PR, it's what's funny. Like if Sentai gets canceled, I'm not sure what would happen with that as far as like the future goes. I, I could see it because I'm not really I don't have very much experience with like Japanese shows that get canceled outside of ones that just are a one year one and done anime or something. Uh, but, like, I could see that becoming, like, a Gavin thing, you know, where it returns every now and then for something. Yeah, like, for but, sure. But, I I don't think Sentai would ever be gone. I just feel like Sentai would be regulated to, like you said, to the status of Metal Heroes right now. Yeah. Where they'll, they'll keep coming back for all these Toku Celebration movies, 
but there won't be a continuously running series like, going on. And that's what's weird about, like, if Sentai ends, like, that's the only scenario I'm thinking of right now. But if PR, like, the main series ends right now after Ninja Steel for whatever reason, it's more unpredictable and a little more comfortable in a way because Power Rangers has been canceled, like, three times. (laughs) And, like, after RPM... I didn't think it was necessarily dead forever, but I thought it was going to be gone for longer. And I certainly, at the time, never in a million years would have expected Saban to buy it back. Yeah. Like, it, it seems weird now because we're, we're so many years into the Saban, new Saban era now, but every now and then I'll still think back that that was still really shocking. Because, like, I thought Saban was dead. I never, you know, I didn't even know they were still a company. Like, yeah, no, I, and agree. I, I never. I never would have expected that. So, like, whatever happens with it now, like, it could end up going away for a shorter or long amount of time, but it'll come back in some form. And, like, the sort of nostalgia train, like, with all the legacy items and the comic and all the – every MMPR niche item you could ever want is strong enough that it'll at least have a presence at least. But that's why it's interesting with Sentai because PR does have this sort of lifeline right now. In terms of, like, if something happens with the show, it'll have a presence still. But, like, Sentai, it doesn't have that. You know, it doesn't have a comic series. It doesn't have this weird... It's kind of weird. It's fascinating to think about. And I'm thinking about, like, how... I think that creating this bubble around MMPR kind of harmed a lot of Power Rangers from forming a larger legacy of, like, people finding it and realizing it can be more than MMPR. But it also kind of saved it. Yeah, because Sentai doesn't have like they didn't decide to worship Go Ranger or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, they don't have this worship bubble, they, and they, it's... they keep making this Drew Ranger merchandise because of us. And Japan is really confused. Yeah, like it's <laughs> funny though, because like it's fascinating to think about. Because I mean, they have the Ichigo, and they'll bring the Go Rangers back, and like they're iconic. Like, oh, these are the old. Like people know who they are, but it's not like here where it's like MFR, like. And it that I think I said I think that hurt things in a lot of ways, but I think because we have that bubble, it kind of helps. It's, it's going to help us right now stay afloat. So it's fascinating to think about those things. <laughs> and just kind of like throwing that into the ring, um, logically speaking, if the Saban decided to go animated. All Toei has to do is front some of the money and do a Japanese dub. Yeah. And there you go. And Bandai can make toys, and it's probably significantly cheaper. Um, and that could be cool, because <laughs> if they had some sort of like like symbiotic relationship with that, then that could actually force Saban to do like new suits every now and then and new toys. So that, that sounds weird that I'm pushing for that. But I just don't want like it to be just an NPR of the series for 10 years, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, and so that it, could be really cool. Like, given that situation, I don't know if they would do something like some sort of MMPR Redux animated series, sort of like the comics doing, or if they would try to pluck like something based off of the movie, um, or if they would just kind of like blend the two, like make new MMPR styled suits that kind of look like the movie suits in a way. Uh, and and tried to do that, and then they could continue this animated series, and they could make new robots whenever they needed to, and new suits whenever they needed to. And I don't know. I 
I feel so strongly, like just talking about it right now, that doing that is probably the way to take both of these franchises. Yeah. What? Like, because I would love it, and I think that not just like creative freedom wise, I don't think, I think, I mean, not just that I think would be great, but I think that might help PR grow as a brand here too. Because it's still got, you know, the toys still do well, and it's still kind of a popular-ish brand right now. Not the number one show in the world or whatever they toted for those years. <laughs> number but, one boys action series. Yeah, like they finally had to, like, nail it down. But Live like, action boys action series. That's what yeah, like, basically number one show in its category by itself. Uh, but I think it could help it. Like, I don't think we'll ever get that big level, like the PR brand in movies being like Transformers, kind of like some of us had hoped. Yeah. But but I think that making it a cartoon, especially if it's well-written, could expand it amongst kids and, and, and older kids and at least a little bit more because when you think about it, like the, the live-action PR is really out of place in today's TV for, you know, like kids' TV. Like... Because we grew up with it, so like that was kind of a, a time for that, where they're like, oh, we're doing Beetleborgs and Mystic Knights, and like it was kind of all over, you know, Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. And so it was kind of a normal thing, but like now, especially on Nickelodeon, like there's nothing really like that. Uh, and it's kind of weird, and like it, it strikes me as weird. I'm like, I wonder how kids are reading this, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and because they're used to seeing action cartoons, comedy cartoons, cartoons, you know, right. And yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of curious about it too, just because I mean, like we as adult fans don't generally get to see how well something is doing with the actual target audience. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, it's it's kind of all over the place. Like I see things on Twitter from adult fans that either have kids or are uncles or aunts and stuff like that. And I don't know from what I see most more often than not kids aren't clicking with it as well as they should yeah um, either because the humor's terrible because saban doesn't know what writers are or yeah, it's or like they're just not into whatever's happening on the screen and i don't want to say bandai's toy lines are terrible because some some of the toys are actually admittedly pretty good i think i think the zord line right now is all right um, and the figures are all right when they're not villains that don't have articulation or paint. But... Oh God! Worst. <laughs> the, so the, the the toys basically could be better. I mean, I look I look at what Hasbro offers for for thirty dollars, and then I look at what Bandai offers for thirty dollars. I'm like, eh, come on, guys. <laughs> Ninja Steel has been a, a particular sour point. Like. The yeah. figures in Zord and stuff are okay, but, like, all of the outside show stuff is, like, the cycles are, like, an embarrassment. Like, I'm surprised they still do that. Mm-hmm. That's, like, that's, like, almost, I want to say, like, Big Lots, like, Ross levels, but that's, I've seen, like, weird bootleg teams that are, like, Pokemon Sentai Pokajur, and it's, like, a Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> figure and, like, a Pikachu Ranger that have and more Shrek. paint. <laughs> Yeah, like, I've seen stuff like that that looks better in terms of just their bodies are painted. It doesn't look like when you see photos from the factory of, like, oh, here's this mold we're working on. Like, it's embarrassing. It's, yeah, like, it's interesting. Like, I can see why the writing and stuff would not click because it's just not on the level of so many things nowadays. Yeah. Like, even some of the lower-end things are written smarter, but... 
just as a genre, it just seems so out of place in this decade for some reason to me. Like, it's weird because I can see it from both angles, from someone who grew up with it as a normal kid show, but, like, it's in this really weird in-between spot between, like, regular superhero cartoons and, like, what kids are seeing in the Marvel movies, you know, as live action. And I just... Uh, maybe it's coming off as weirder to me because, like, I, I watch so much TV, so I've seen like the evolution of what's normal and what's current. But like, I'm just curious. I just imagine, at least for some kids, it seems weird. Like, mm-hmm. it's a weird, especially if you're a kid that did, doesn't know the Power Rangers was the thing was a thing before like Megaforce or something popped up on your radar. So I don't know. Like, I, I just I think it needs to, uh, a major change. Like. Just let's do Q Ranger. Give me up. Give me my figures, <laughs> and then we can go animated. You know, let's do animated, and let's do Go Busters. Let's do Tokyo Drew. Let's do Juo Drew, just so I can get my damn figures. Yeah. Uh, like, at the end of the day, I don't care about how much money they make or lose. I just want a Rokugo figure. <laughs> just want my toys. Like, I wish they couldn't skip. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I I'm with you. <laughs> but oh, I feel like. They're not going to do animated now just because we want it so much. Yeah, probably. But it would be so cool, know. though. It, it it would be, and like I said, I think the uh, the financial um, backing is there to want to do that for all companies involved. Um, and it, I mean, it just, I mean, to me, it makes sense, but what makes sense and to to me won't make sense to businesses at the end of the day that's a chance too so yeah i don't know alternatively i feel if you could find a way to internationally market rider better they'd be just rolling in the dough like if, oh if my they god could, if they could figure out a way to make rider as financially viable internationally as sentai currently is sentai wouldn't need to exist at all yeah. Well, <laughs> speaking of like MMPR ruining things in a way with that iconic bubble, they, that kind of affected Ryder a bit. Like when, when Dragonite tried to come over here, how many casuals I saw saying it was just a Power Rangers ripoff. Yeah. Like, which is funny because being in the Toku mindset, they're, they're very different suits at the end of the day. Like spandex and visors and rangery helmets, and then you got bug men in armor, you know. But like they're along that toku genre, kind of like how you can see the space sheriffs and Ultraman. But like from an outside perspective, I can't imagine seeing red MMPR and then seeing the Dragon Knight suit or like Incisor and thinking, oh, that's a Power Ranger. Like, what? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. But I kind of hate that a lot of that thinking killed Dragon Knight, because I would love to see different adaptions of writer and stuff uh and that's kind of unfortunate that that can't get a good fitting here that'd be neat i hate to be one of those people now but i like to see it like something like where ultraman's on Crunchyroll. it'd be cool to see something like that yeah and i i feel like that's kind of their ticket i don't know if it's tv Asahi that's kind of being the dick in the box or if it's is that even like a analogy i could use i don't know <laughs> Um, or if it's Toei or, or what it is exactly that's holding that up. But, um, from what I've heard from very reliable sources, uh, Crunchyroll is very interested in it. Um, and, uh, 
Chris from Toku Nation has said that there's there's companies that are interested in Common Rider. There's just various hoops and very stubborn companies that uh, are are stopping that from happening. But honestly, I feel like Ultra Ultraman has really taken off here uh, since since X started and the simulcasting has begun on Crunchyroll and then Crunchyroll has a big backlog of various series and stuff. And so Ultraman's actually gotten quite popular. I mean, it's not super duper popular or anything like that, but more people in the Toku community are have the capacity to watch it and yeah stuff now and i feel like if a company could grasp on to common writer then it opens up a lot more avenues um chris had mentioned that um ta- the bluefin tamashi nations people um are very interested in doing like more common writer stuff here but it's difficult for them to manage because there's no presence in the United States. Yeah. So it's like, unless you can base it off of nostalgia, like I think they're doing the uh, the Ichigo human dude and, yeah. and then the new release of Ichigo. I think they're doing those here because you can nostalgia kind of push those just because they're so iconic. But... Like the last one that they did was I think Gaim and I think it just sold so bad here that they didn't do anything after that. Uh which yeah, it makes sense, is a shame. It makes sense but, though, just because, you know there's no counterpart or anything and it's yeah. kind of a lot lesser known, but it is unfortunate. Uh like if it could do the streaming like like you said, it won't, I don't think it'll like blow up and be like, Oh my god, most recognizable thing, but I think it would do significantly well. Uh, on Crunchyroll, like and something like that, where people could see their, those stories and get interested in it, and that could open up pathways for merchandise and all kinds of stuff. And like, yeah, like that would be great. Just do it, achieve your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, everything's just really, really weird right now. Power Rangers is a big question mark. Saban Sometimes a bigger to, one. Saban decided to go to San Diego Comic Con, the biggest convention in the world, and do nothing. Uh, <laughs> to Toei and TVS here over here, going, "Hey, look, here's this dying Sentai series. What do we do?" Um, <laughs> so, like everything, I mean, Rider, Rider, I feel is in a very safe bubble because uh, it it does make so much that. I don't think anyone really gives a flying F uh, over there what happens. But everything else, like like I said several times, and I got attacked for it, nothing's forever. Uh, don't, don't sit there and assume that you'll always have PR, you'll always have... I mean, don't ever think you'll always have PR, because like you said, it died like three times. Yeah. Um, but don't think you're always going to have Sentai just because it's ran for so long. PR is like the biggest wild card and Mattel could come back like for all we know it'll die and like Marvel will buy it or some shit like just <laughs> something crazy like I don't know just Trump will buy it I don't know just something like I just never <laughs> expected Saban to buy it back like make Power Rangers uh, great again <laughs> oh god well I mean it does need it but not from him <laughs> he's terrible wrong. at casting people <laughs> it's true <laughs> 
<laughs> they'd be fired the next day. It's just just a disaster. We'd have a Red Ranger, and then he'll be gone in three episodes. Yeah, like exactly. It just it would be just a mess. Just we wouldn't be able to know if any of the plots were real. It'd all be made up. Just a lot of golf, probably golfing theme. Just you know, <laughs> oh, we're we're golf. good. Japan um, usually cancels Toku for golf. That's <laughs> true. Classic. <laughs> Uh, okay, so well, speaking of Comic Con, should we transition to a little bit of Comic Con talk though? Unless we have any more Toku stuff to discuss? No, I feel like I'll just be talking myself in circles. So it's okay. Um, so Comic Con, Comic Con actually seemed like a kind of quieter year this year. It it, it did. There was a lot it of seems cool weird, stuff, but because technically there was like a Justice League and Infinity War trailer at Comic Con, but I, we officially didn't get to see the Infinity War trailer. Did you see like the blurry version or anything? Yeah, I, I saw bits of the blurry version. That was yeah. So did I? Like, it's so frustrating because it's the part that was frustrating actually wasn't the blurry video; it was the fucking screaming fans. <laughs> because because I couldn't he- see that well, obviously, because it's blurry. I was trying to pay attention to what I could hear and like lines and stuff. And like every time anything would happen, everyone's like, Rah! and I'm like, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, like. Because even if I was there, I would be quiet because I'm trying to pay attention to it. And so they kept ruining it. Like, Tony would, like, blink, and they'd be, like, freaking out and, like, jizzing at the screens. Like, Jesus, settle down, everybody. But that looks like, like it's, it's going to be It's good. like that year at Power Morphicon when they did the Super Megaforce trailer and everyone lost their shit. Oh, yeah. Remember when they did the... Uh, when the Megaforce cast was leaving, like, they're walking out, and they put up the Dino Charge logo, and everyone started clapping, and, like, <laughs> Megaforce thought it was, like, their, like, encore clap, but it was just because they put up a logo, I kind of felt bad. <laughs> oh, classic. But, yeah, like, it just, it seemed like, uh, kind of like the weird, quieter E3 years, but just with Comic-Con. Like, yeah. there was some neat stuff, just nothing, like, revolutionary or anything. Um, like, the bit that I did see from the blurry and the yelling. Infinity War looks like it's going to be good, but I mean, I assumed I was going to like it anyway. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really need it to reinforce yeah. my faith that the movie was going to be good. I just kind of knew. Yeah, and like I heard and I guess saw blurrily that like Thor is going to be found by the the Guardians, which I think is going to be amazing. Like mm-hmm. that's like there's going to be some action pieces that I'm looking forward to for sure. But I'm most looking forward to seeing these characters like meet. Like, just the banter between people that haven't interacted, especially, like, the Guardians. Like, I'm looking forward to Peter's, like, reactions to not just, like, the Avengers and stuff themselves, but, like, just modern Earth stuff. Like, I think that has potential, and that's going to be cool. Um, Apparently, like, they had, like, Luis and Ant-Man doing, like, a recap of the whole MCU. I would have loved to have seen that. Um, Was there... How much more out of Marvel was there? There wasn't actually that much. They just talked about the Ant-Man and the Wasp stuff. Uh, probably a little Black Panther stuff. But yeah, I don't think... I know, I know during that they released a bunch of like cast images with like costumes and stuff that looked really cool. Yeah. Like, But I don't think... Unless I'm really forgetting something, I don't think Marvel announced anything new. Like any new... Uh, dog (laughs) walking (laughs) videos uh but like any new movies or uh tv series 
anything. It was a pretty quiet year. I mean, like I said, it seems weird to say because that technically was like the one of the first looks at Infinity War people got. But like for us, it's really quiet. It was just a very matter-of-fact panel. Um, there was like a couple of Defenders trailers, which looks good. You're still not caught up on those, right? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> just do it backwards. Watch the Defenders and then watch all the shows. That won't be confusing at all. I got this. Not, not even at all. Um, yeah, Marvel honestly felt really quiet to me. I thought DC was a little more exciting, at least, because uh, like I'm, I'm more about those CW shows. Yeah. Um, all I have to say is I hope Diggle doesn't die. If Diggle mm-hmm. dies, I send it back. <laughs> oh, I'm with you there. Like, because the only people we know for sure are safe are the two canaries, and all, obviously Oliver. Unless there's like a huge twist, and Diggle just takes over as Oliver. <laughs> like, not even just as the Green Arrow, but as Oliver. Like, he just pretends he's Oliver. <laughs> like, because there's not... Amongst the group, there's not anybody I really want to die, but or like you know that I'm just like I'll get rid of them. But I just don't want Diggle to die. They just they can't kill the original Team Arrow. I feel safe, to... but no one is safe. No one is safe. Uh, but I'm trying to think what like, new info came out of that. Of uh, like the Flash, I know all I know is that they're not doing a speedster villain. And, like, on the trailer, Caitlyn looks normal-ish again. And fucking Iris is narrating the goddamn trailer. It pissed me <laughs> off. I'm so sick of her. She should not be as important as she is. Um, like, I wonder how long Barry's exile is going to last. An episode or half an episode? I, I think one episode. Okay. I, I, like I think the first episode will have the adventures of Cisco and Wally and the robot Samurais. And then at the very end of that, I think Barry's going to come back. Probably. Like, Flashpoint should have gone on longer. Like, how did S.H.I.E.L.D. do a better Flashpoint storyline? Like, I I hate how negative I am on that show right now. Because, like, just, like, a year ago, I was, like, so in love with it. And, like, now everything's worrying me. Like, because they didn't do so hot. And then now Malfoy's not coming back. And Iris is going to be even more important. Um, Legend sounds like it's going to continue to be fun, though. And they had the best trailer because it had Mick saying "Die Clown." <laughs> so also, I, the Legends trailer I loved. Uh, uh, the the Titanic joke. Oh yeah, yeah! I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, and. Uh, I feel like they have the least amount the, of footage. The the only thing that bugs me about Legends is that there's there was news about how Damien Dark's going to be in it again. Oh yeah, for fuck's sake! And apparently I, it's like a resurrected version. <laughs> I'm like, it was funny for a year. You know, I got some dorky dad jokes in. We all had a good time, but like that enough is enough. Like, because I felt like he was the weakest part of that trio for me. Because I just yeah. I don't find him menacing. Like, because that was out of the, some of the stuff today. It sounds like he's going to be like a resurrected villain. Like he's actually takes place after Arrow. Yeah. And like, there's going to be a different version of Grodd. And I kind of liked how based on the stuff I read today, it seemed like they realized that 
they found a really good dynamic with this group, so they don't they want to have a little bit of rotation with new characters, but they don't want to mess with it too much because they have like good chemistry amongst them. Yeah, as far but, as I understand, I don't think anyone's leaving. No, but like they're bringing in that new girl or whatever. Yeah, Zarf, and they just said rotation yeah, right. in, in an interview. So, and like I guess. Um, oh my God! Uh, lay down. I'm trying to say Rory, but there's an actual Rory, so it's not working. Rip, there we go. <laughs> um, he's like reoccurring now, but that's one thing that's weird to me about the storyline I'm hearing for this season is that like he made the Time Bureau, and they're like going up against them, like finding aberrations or or they're like making him obsolete, which just seems like a weird move. Like. Yeah. Just for Rip, because it seemed like he was like, oh, you guys, actually, you're kind of messy, but you do a good job. And then to, like, all of a sudden take their job and go against them just seems weird. Um, and, like, they talked a lot about reinventing themselves every year, which is neat. But at the same time, like, the Aberrations plot could have gone them for a few years, honestly. I was having a good time. <laughs> Apparently, this one is, like, I forget the word they use, but, like, the main problem this year is, like, people from are like in the wrong times like i can't think of the example they use but it's like george washington's like in the 1980s like stuff like that's happening yeah yeah so that'll be fun for comedic value i can see it already oh my god what guys don't don't ever get pets (laughs) wait (laughs) my last Uh, i feel like there wasn't as much out about supergirl i don't I don't think so. I mean, the the only the only bits I remember from Supergirl are the fact that uh, the person we thought was the main villain is going to be the main villain, and <laughs> uh, that that Maggie's not going to be there, which we knew already too. So I don't know. I don't think anything new came out. <laughs> Comic-Con for Supergirl. I don't think this was in Comic-Con, but they did recast uh, Supergirl's mom with the girl that played Lois Lane in Smallville, I think. Erica oh, Dernis yeah, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. But, which is weird. Like, it's weird when they recast a major role like that. Um, but also, they got by just fine all of season two without ever using her. Like, because yeah. the only thing they need her for is... Um, the hologram or whatever, and and her sister's dead, so maybe they'll have her be like a slightly younger version or something. Cause she just looks too young to be Kara's mom. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's for flashback purposes. Maybe or or something like that. I I don't know. I I assume there's. I feel like there has to be a valid reason for it. I don't feel yeah. like they would just recast someone as young as her, uh, for the role without a purpose. Yeah. So I don't want to really say a whole lot about it until it actually happens, but it's, yeah, it so is it really strange. It could just be a slightly younger version. Like, on, on Supernatural, you know, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's character, Negan, like, they cast a young kid version of him from when he was, like, in his 20s, and they use him all the time because they can't get Jeffrey Dean Morgan back for, like, <laughs> visions or whatever they need him for. But, uh, so, hopefully something like that. Like, it's not a huge deal because there have been occasional, like, recasting like sarah was recast but that was so it's, it's weird because it's a big role but like at the time she was only ever seen in like one or two episode flashbacks so we didn't really have any 
like concrete time with her, but it's just it's weird to recast a role like that that seems so important. I, I want to look at that weird alternate reality where she wasn't recast. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really weird. Like, would she still be the lead on Legends? Would Legends even exist? <laughs> Who even was that other girl? I can't even picture her face. I can't either. All I remember is that she had brown hair instead of blonde. That's the only thing I remember. Uh, yeah, like, it's, it, it's just kind of weird. Uh, and it wouldn't be as weird if we'd only ever seen her in hologram form, but the fact that she had a twin sister who was, like, a main character in season one just makes it kind of weird. But there wasn't too much else about that. I actually didn't read too much about Black Lightning. Um, yeah, I, I didn't was, either. Like, I did... There was some stuff that wasn't at Comic-Con. It was actually just this week about the crossover, and that they're actually going to be two two-hour events, which is kind of neat. Like, they're moving Arrow behind Supergirl. That sounds weird. Uh, <laughs> but just for that night. So it's going to be, like, two two-hour movies instead of, like, a four-night thing. And there's going to be some sort of life event that, like, is the source of the gathering or one of the gatherings, and... People are speculating it's a wedding, and everyone's like, oh, Barry and Iris. I'm like, please, God, no. <laughs> That'll probably be it now that I said that. Um, Movie-wise, there was another Justice League trailer, which I still think looks good. Um, I'm really interested to see, because I've heard that like Joss Whedon's reshoots are a lot more extensive than originally was reported. Yeah. So I'm really interested to see how that movie turns out now. Uh with like the, the two different visions or yeah everything i've seen so far from the current whatever they're doing has seemed pretty good so i'm excited about it and like after wonder woman like hopefully more people are like into it like that was the only one that got good reviews it's yeah. kind of unfortunate oh um and they announced like a kind of crazy lineup of movies uh like flashes is gonna be flashpoint <laughs> Which, Which I, I'm way I'm, too I'm, soon. I'm scared about. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I mean, it, I kind of wanted to see them do that on the movies after Flash messed it up a little bit here, but like that seems way too soon. Like he said, "Am I too soon?" Yes, you are. <laughs> At least make it the second movie, uh, and especially was like unnerving when because it, it coincided with all like the Ben Affleck is leaving rumors or whatever. But then I saw a rumor, I don't know if it was a rumor or, or like, confirmed, like, the day before yesterday that, like, he had signed on for three movies and a potential, like, Batman Beyond movie. So I kind of hope that's true, because I like Batflick a lot. Yeah. I I feel like, I understand their, uh, their criticism, not criticisms, but uh, how cautious they are about the fact that, oh, here's an older Affleck that's... Uh, supposedly sign on for three movies by the time we get through these three movies because fuck knows what order we're doing. Uh, yeah. Uh, he'll be significantly older than he is right now and he's already fairly old. Uh, and so, like, I get their concerns about it, but I absolutely adore the idea of doing a Batman Beyond movie. Yeah, that would be amazing. in the Batcave doing his old Bruce shit. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, that would be the perfect way to transition it. Like, yeah, that was yeah. my biggest worry with, like, all the rumors about him leaving is doing a graceful transition. Like, you have to set something up, whether it would be 
a Batman Beyond storyline, which is like my ideal, is doing these movies and having it culminate in a Batman Beyond movie. And whether or not he would be involved in any of the following Batman Beyond movies, where if he would still be the mentor or if he would die in the first one, it would still create a graceful transition. But you got to do something, whether it would be bad or like Nightwing becoming Batman or something. Like, not just, oh, look, Val Kilmer's George Clooney now. Like, <laughs> uh, and like Flashpoint, you could fix that in a way, but. I'm hoping that's not what it's used for. Like, But it has the potential to be a really cool movie if it's not used to do too many changes. I mean, it doesn't mean... I'm not saying it doesn't have to be used for that, but I mean, if that's not the purpose of it. Like, because we could have... We would have Negan Batman because he's I, Thomas I, Wayne. I, I thought about that, and it it got me really excited. Like, <laughs> and he's, like, perfect for that version of Batman, too. Yeah. And, like, that would sell so many... See, like that would be like the culmination of Halloween for the last two years, having the DC universe having Harley and Negan in it. <laughs> Just uh, so, like, there's a lot of potential for that to be really cool, and it means we're getting a Reverse Flash. I'm curious to see, or I uh, presumably yeah. curious to see who their Reverse Flash is. Um, what were the other ones? There was like. I know Gotham City Sirens is one, but I don't think it was on the board, but I know no, that's Go- happening. Gotham City Sirens is in such a weird state of question mark. Yeah, like, it's confirmed, but also it isn't. Same uh, with, like, a Suicide Squad sequel. That's also that was here. That was on the board, at least. Like, that was on the, the logos they showed. With, like, like Flashpoint. I think, I, think I saw a an article that just said Suicide Squad uh, sequel unconfirmed nobody wants to do it (laughs) (laughs) Um, like it sounds like the flash movie it's like every time they're like hey we have a director they're like no we don't (laughs) that's so frustrating dc has so many problems with like the actors and directors and back and forth like i said meanwhile marvel's like just all kumbaya over there really they had like one kerfuffle about ant-man that was it uh I'm trying to remember the other movies there was I know there's like an uh, not Adam uh, Black Adam and Shazam movie on the way and like Shazam's gonna be the next one to be filmed obviously Aquaman's like already began production and stuff Wonder Woman 2 which I think I think that the success of that like not only affirmed them doing Wonder Woman 2 but like the fact that it's coming out in two years like the I feel like that still probably would have been a thing if it had done decently, but it might not be one we would see for four or five years. But the fact that it did so well, I think, like, solidified it coming out so soon-ish Yeah. compared to usual. Um, I think that's all I can remember. Because there, there was the Batman up there, because we knew there was going to be a Batman movie. Um, Justice League Dark, which is kind of interesting. Like, just a bunch of bold claims, honestly. They had more surprises, I guess, than Marvel because they actually announced movies that were either just rumored or we hadn't heard about yet. So I'm interested to see. And, like, I'm hoping that they find... Because I've, I've mostly enjoyed the movies more than most people. But, like, I'm yeah, hoping that commercially and, like, in a more widespread fashion, they kind of find their footing more in terms of, like, people being on board so that they can do all these cool things because i'm looking forward to seeing all these things happen and like wonder woman kind of gave me a bit of hope because people liked that of like oh there could be dc movies that people like so that we can get all these cool things because like 
it had me worried there. I thought Wonder Woman was going to do critically badly just because people seem to automatically are like ready to write a bad review before they've even seen it. And I'm glad that didn't happen with Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, what else was happening around Comic-Con? The Originals is ending. Um, <laughs> Teen um, Wolf's ending. They, they showed some Young Justice Season 3 like characters. Oh, yeah art stuff there's some new characters that i don't remember yeah like i think there was like a a, multiple ones i didn't recognize there was like some i looked up where they're like oh yeah she appeared in like one scene in the old season i don't even even i just rewatched it i don't remember it uh like a little bit older like everyone's a little bit older like kid flash who was impulse and uh beast boy um and so they are doing another time jump i was kind of curious whether they were going to do that or not since they ended on a cliffhanger, kind of with like apocalypse and dark side and stuff. Um, so I'm curious to see how that plays out. Whether like that cliffhanger is going to be used for the plot and it's going to be like a long term con. I don't know. Because I felt like had they continued naturally, that season three wouldn't have been a time jump again. Mm-hmm. But it kind of makes sense to do it since there's been a literal time jump for us. Yeah. I mean, not time jump. <laughs> time just moved normal, but. Uh, and, like, the images of, like, the classic team was, like, they're, like, in stealth gear. Like, not, like, the stealth versions of their suit, but, like, just civilian stealth gear almost. Like, Aqualad's got a beard. Maybe we should stop calling him Aqualad now. <laughs> uh, like, and I'm really excited for it. And not one thing that doesn't necessarily worry me, I don't, I don't know if worry is the right word, I guess. Um, but, like, they were talking about how they've never been afraid to, like, you know, bring new characters in and transition old ones out when they want to put people in the forefront. And I always thought that was neat, like, that they were introducing more new characters and stuff. But, like, I just hope that we don't see, like, extremely less of some of the members of the original team. I guess mainly, at least for this return season, is because I, I think it's because, like, I want to know what's up with them. And I just think it would be disappointing to phase them out before we find out what's up with them. Yeah. Uh, and I wonder if like Wally's ever gonna come back because I know he died, but he could have just disappeared in like the Speed Force or something. Like when I was reading, what happened. like when I was reading the when I was trying to get into the Rebirth stuff before I just got overwhelmed. Like that kicked it off with that Rebirth storyline of like he was trying to come back into existence. So I think that could be cool. And I like that they said that they already have ideas for more seasons, so I, I hope it does well enough that it can keep continuing on, because it, it it sucks that this can't happen for Green Lantern, too. That would have been nice. Yeah. Because that got cut off even shorter. <laughs> but at least it's coming back. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I feel like Kevin, if Kevin was here, he would know something about turtles but i honestly i wasn't looking but i also didn't see anything i don't think there was anything about the new turtle series there at all i'm wondering if they're even ready to show anything about it yet to be honest probably Uh, not we might see something about it at at nycc um i feel like they'll probably be readier yeah uh, at that point uh but yeah, as far as I know, I mean, I follow a lot of Turtle fans on Twitter, and I didn't see anything during Comic-Con time, so. And you know, Ke- Kevin usually would have poked me about 
turtle-related things, and he didn't. So yeah. I assume there really wasn't anything there. Yeah, because I wasn't actively looking, but usually I'll catch like little blips of things. So it still seems like just it's like the soonest reboot I've seen of a TV show, where it's like it's ending. Here's a new one immediately. It's not like a sequel, like you know, the future version from the 2003 series or something, or Spider-Man Unlimited. <laughs> uh, but I, I almost forgot about that until I was trying to think of like uh, like things from Comic Con, and I almost forgot that they were doing a new series. Has the the old one ended yet? I can't. Uh, no. no, it's still got a little bit left, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm That's super one. behind, so I don't remember how much is left. But I'm way behind. I'm like, I'm, they just left the farm behind after <laughs> Leo healed. <laughs> like, so uh, once that goes on some sort of streaming service, or they release a proper DVD or Blu-ray set where I can watch everything, then I'll catch up on it. Like, cause I think Kiss Cartoons dead. I haven't checked in a while, but last time I looked, it was dead. And that's kind of a pain in the ass to watch things a lot too. Yeah. Like it works for like week to week, and like movies. But if you're trying to watch something, once you hit a certain episode, it starts buffering. Takes too long for some reason. Some sex trafficking garbage. <laughs> um, but I feel like there's something I'm forgetting, but maybe not because there it was a quieter year, um... and there's not too much more. Like there was some like. Star Wars stuff, kind of, but nothing really new. Like, there, yeah. there was behind-the-scenes footage, uh, but not really any new information that I can think of. Um, not a whole lot about Rebels, either, that I saw about the next season. I, I didn't hear a whole lot about the next season of Rebels or the show that's supposed to be after Rebels. I haven't heard I haven't about even, either of them. Yeah, neither have I. Like, I haven't, even, I haven't heard anything about the series after that. Like that seems weird, actually. No, not about necessarily the series about that, or the the series after that, but that there wasn't a little bit more Rebels because it's the last year, and possibly the last year there at Comic Con. I don't know. But yeah, it was a, it was a quieter year. It was a lot of just stating a lot of things we know with like little bits of new information here and there, which like it's kind of unfortunate, just because I like to find out more things like the biggest things i would probably say was just some of the justice not justice league some of the dc movies they announced and stuff that i wasn't expecting like flashpoint and all the batflick drama which hopefully is resolved mm-hmm. just get wolford all to play terry for some reason <laughs> <laughs> it'd be funny to have him in like a cameo shallow wilford l fapping yeah, down plays with squirrels you know how it is <laughs> That's something else I have to catch up on. That ended, and I never finished it. Girl Meets World. I, I'm in a similar boat where I feel like we're forgetting something. But there was, I don't... There was anything Pokemon. So. Digimon doesn't exist here. We covered, covered, covered Marvel and DC. Nothing from Star Wars. There was, like, a new Star Trek trailer, and the new Star Trek series looks pretty good. Thinking of tra- I was looking for trailers. Or thinking <laughs> of trailers. Are you... I can't remember. Are you caught up on Walking Dead? <laughs> no. Okay. Because, <laughs> like, they had a new trailer for that. And, like, for Fear... Fear's actually gotten pretty good. 
Stranger Things. I'm trying to remember like all the trailers I watched because like there was a bunch of trailers that released on like Saturday when the convention was going, and I wasn't home and I watched them all like Sunday morning. I'm like running down the ones I thought of because it was like all the CW ones, and yeah, I guess there just maybe there wasn't anything. Not that I can think of. I said it's been really tame. Voltron's getting Voltron's third season. It's I think it's only like seven episodes or something. Though it's really weird. That starts like today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they said uh, there's gonna be like uh, l- less time between seasons, but like shorter seasons. Oh yeah, that, that makes sense. And then, then Force, sometime relatively soonish. Um. So that that's a thing that's happening. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I got nothing. There was there was uh, a little bit of Transformers toy stuff, but you don't really follow that. Um, man, I think that's it. I guess so. I don't know. It, it's it's really weird now because so many franchises have their own conventions. Yeah. That like Comic Con's still huge. And it's still, like, all eyes on this. But at the same time, a lot of these big, big franchises, like Star Wars and Marvel and everything, are all at D23. Uh, Transformers will be at Hascon, which is a terrible, awful name. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and stuff like that. So, like, all these outlets, I mean, DC DC might as well run Comic-Con, I think, at this point. Yeah. Comic-Con, Walking Dead, all the TV shows and stuff. Comic-Con might as well just be called TV-Con. Yeah. Because it's really not about comics at all anymore. (laughs) It is funny. It's, like, the most not about comics, too, because it's basically, like, the media center where it's, like, everyone sends their cast, you get to meet the cast, uh, they do all these, like, cast photo shoots and stuff. But, like... It's funny because they kind of use the all eyes on them for like to get information to like the casual people that aren't paying attention. Because it's funny when we were talking about stuff, a lot of the things I was remembering either happened right before Comic Con from some other event or release or like afterwards. Yeah. (laughs) And so, like, a lot of these things, like, they'll either have bigger outlets, like you said, or like they might release something on a. I don't know if quieter is the right word, but something that, like, not. Might, everyone might not see, but then like once you get to Comic Con, you'll see it. But then for us, it's old news. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like it's kind of sad in a way, kind of like with E3. Like I miss when E3 was super exciting because there was guaranteed to be some surprises, and now like there'll be two games that were a surprise, and one of them you're not even interested in, but you're just so happy you didn't know about something <laughs> that like you're excited for it. Like I, I miss that feeling. And, like, when they had more substantial trailers since, like, at least this year for, like, all the... I'm talking about, like, the the CW shows for trailers, like, they had some actual, like, new bits of footage in there. But, like, last year they hadn't even started filming yet, I remember. So, like, all we got was, like, a recap of the last season with, like, a voiceover at the end. Or, like, a recolored reverse or flash footage with Zoom's colors or something like that. Like, so at least we had something, but, like, I almost wish that they either filmed earlier or Comic-Con was a little bit later so we could get even more substantial trailers for, like, the CW shows. 
instead of just like here's what we could throw together with season five footage really quickly. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's about it. Another huge ass shot of Dendan sensor. <laughs> so our our lovely Comic Con episode turned into a very long discussion about <laughs> The state of Super Sentai. <laughs> yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> uh, good times. I, I like, like it. Yeah, it was a good episode. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It's not even up yet, and I liked it. <laughs> uh, at the ending things here, this is like, I'm guessing, like the final thingies area then. Final thingies! Yeah. Uh... So, it'll be, like, even later. I think it's, like, a day later after than in real time, but, like, when the episode comes out. But I wanted to give a belated birthday shout-out to Queefs because it was yeah. his birthday, like, like yesterday. And, and right now for us, but in the future it'll be even <laughs> longer. But uh, for, for that, for the record, um, Queefs, you're nailing it with those, those compilation videos. Oh, yeah, those are the <laughs> I, best. I adore the shit out of those i still you know, like the every good old now days and then. when our show was funny yeah i still every now and then and go revisit the blue one the blues clues one when he <laughs> because it kills me like the pictures he puts up and like yeah. the, who's this bitch and then like <laughs> that whole bit was hilarious because i'm like super into it and i'm like here i'll send you the picture and Aristotle's like, I don't need you to send me the picture, Dawson. <laughs> like, like, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Like, mm. Oh, this is so good. Oh, those are enjoyable. So, yeah. Keep up the queef and queef. Too far. Too far or not far <laughs> enough? That's the real question. Uh, also, yes. shout out to the few people that keep tweeting the show that they're listening to, like, really old episodes. That's always fun to see, too. <laughs> <laughs> I also get quite a few people that say, like, they miss it or, like, they'll say, like, you should do news videos, whatever, since you don't get to discuss it. So I appreciate that, like, we were listened to. Of course, there's people, like, after we not leave, but, like, change it that, like, we never heard of before that are saying, oh, yeah, I listened. (laughs) Where were you? Where were uh, you when we needed you most? (laughs) Now we're all dead. Kevin's actually dead. That's the announcement. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) He's just asleep. Classic. (laughs) <laughs> hopefully we'll get him here for the next one we have a month's time we'll make use of about two days of it <laughs> okay let's get real a day and a half but next episode within a month should be like basically the X-Aid wrap up and the first build discussion and a little bit of Ninja Steely stuff mm-hmm. uh, and I imagine I don't think it'll no it won't line up for that time but I imagine we'll do like a uh, little uh, ramble time about whatever shows are airing, like whatever episodes happen to be. I'm trying to think how to phrase this. Like, whenever we do an episode, like we'll talk about the most recent Arrow events or whatever, I imagine. Yeah. Okay. We probably yeah, should do like a. Uh, we should probably do like a Q Ranger check in next episode, too. <laughs> yeah. I, like... I, I thought about doing it for this one. But uh, we talked about quite a bit. But so. we talked about like how everything's dying instead so. yeah so maybe next week will be like a that'll kind of be 
nice because it'll kind of give equal time to everything because we'll have writer with the finale in the beginning and then we'll have a little bit of PR and then Sentai will do kind of just a, so how you like in Q-Ranger. And it's, it's doing good right now. I'm enjoying it right now. So hopefully it doesn't disappoint me between now and then. Yeah. So, like, this is usually... Now it's time for a tweet, tweet. No, I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> tweet, tweet. way dead. <laughs> That's way dead. I actually haven't checked that hashtag in a while. It'd be funny if there was, like, a bunch of questions. Like, please answer or I'll die. But maybe could bring back something like that or, like, a Facebook question in the future since it's, like, farther between now. But it'll be a while since we just went through a lot of questions in the last while. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh... uh, (laughs) Bye.